Hello, guys. Welcome to the Dodger Boys podcast, where we talk about sports and sport news. Uh, I'm Scott Spelker. I'm Brayden Boyer. And I'm Anthony Collins. And uh, this week, we're going to be talking about college football, the uh, upcoming UFC fights, and the NFL. So, um, first up, college football. Um, you know, some big news. Um, we got Alabama losing their quarterback. I mean, it's terrible because Bryce Young's probably going would be probably the Heisman favorite again this year. He, he's playing outstanding <clears throat> so far, and. I do have faith in Alabama still. I mean, they have five-star recruit backup still. Like, they'll be just fine uh, no I mean, matter yeah, how at, long Bryce Young is out for. At the end of the day, they are still Alabama. Yeah, I mean, they'll be fine. I think they have an easy team coming up this week. But I think even without Bryce Young, they should be all right because they're playing really, really good without him. What do you think, AC? I really like Jalen Milrow. I think he represents the Bama offense very well. He's extremely athletic. I mean, he's just a threat to run every time. You see his 77-yard run, touchdown. That just iced the game. Just an incredible athlete. You know, Bama's just filled with five-star recruits. I I think they're still going to run the table with or without Bryce Young, despite the Heisman winner going back-to-back. Um... And uh, at the end of the day, you know, they still got Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of coaches, um, Wisconsin just fired Paul Christ. Very sh- surprising move, in my opinion. See, I don't get that. He won 10 games almost every single year. You know, he won nine games last year, won a bowl game, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they just fired him this year after a bad start. Like, I don't think that's right. He was 67-26 and 26 at Wisconsin for his career. Yeah, and... He won 10 or more games in four of his seasons, you know, won 72% of all games, three division championships, like, really just good stats. Yeah. Uh, it's really a... I mean, they put up a good fight against Ohio State every single year, mm-hmm. and Ohio State's by far one. They got blown out this year. Yeah, one, I mean, other than this year, but other, every other year, they've been, they played really well and gave them, Ohio State, a fight. I just don't get it, like... This is a guy who's taken them to the highest level. Like, not at national championships, but, like, competitive competitive mm-hmm. bowl games. And they just fire him just for a bad start. That's why I I'm just don't get it. Well, I think the reasoning was they might want to have, like, a kind of, like, Alabama, like, Michigan-caliber team, and they feel like he couldn't provide that. But at the same time, you know, it's Wisconsin. You're not going to get the same yeah, recruits the thing, as look those at his teams. Record. Like, I mean, yeah. You know how hard it is to recruit Wisconsin, competes you know? In the Big Ten. Yeah, competes in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. It's cold as heck up there. Who who wants to go up to Wisconsin? Mm-hmm. But um, on a brighter note, Kansas undefeated, shocking the world. It's pretty rare. It's pretty rare because you... Kansas. I remember in '08 when Kansas was up there. I, yeah. I, I remember in '16 they were the joke of college football. They're an up and down kind of program, Kansas. You, yeah. You know, with basketball, they're consistently. Make it, I think, how many years have they made the tournament around? Like 30 cents, something crazy like mm-hmm. that. But when when you come when it comes to football, they've always been an up-and-down kind of team. You know, they'll they'll be like 0-10 one year, but then one year they'll just they'll just shock everyone. I mean, question, yeah, I mean, I think wow. is, can Kansas take Bama? I mean, Kansas has a chip on their shoulder, yeah, you know? Yeah, Kansas has a chip on their shoulder. Anything can happen. Everyone tells them they're a basketball school, and I think the players really took that to heart. Baker Mayfield quoted them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so in other news, Georgia almost losing to Mizzou. That was a shocker. Dropping their ranking to second, Alabama moving up to first. I think Georgia's a really good team. I, I just think they I think they underestimate Mizzou. Like any other team, when you go into a game and you're like you're not prepared, you're just thinking that you're gonna roll over these guys. And you're naturally you're naturally just not gonna play well. 
All right, and um, next up, we're going to be talking about the upcoming UFC fights. Um, yeah, so this fight's going to be crazy. Charles Oliveira versus Islam Makachev. You know, Oliveira is just, just his Brazilian jiu-jitsu has been out of this world. He's one of the best. I mean, his guard is incredible, and it just seems like everyone wants to say Makachev is this guy that no one knows, and you know, could just wrestle him to a finish. But Dubrox, Oliveira, I mean, that man gets doubted every fight. We saw it against Gaethje last fight where, where he missed weight. Everyone thought he wasn't going to win. He got knocked down, too. There's something about him getting knocked down, you know. It just lights a spark in the fire in his fight. Um, I'm going with Oliveira. I just think he's a great, you know, he's just got heart and... um. You know, I I just like that he's the underdog again, despite Makachev never being high up in the rankings like Oliveira has been. So it's surprising he's a slight favorite. Um, Amon and, uh, Sterling and TJ Dillashaw. I I got Amon Sterling, man, keeping the belt. I, I'm you know I'm not a big Dillashaw fan, big steroid guy. Um, he's got hands, but you know. I just think Sterling's wrestling is... And uh, are uh, PEDs allowed in uh, UFC? No, they're not. USADA will track you down. And um, for those of us like me that aren't that familiar with UFC, what makes the Oliveira-Makachev uh, fight such a big deal in the UFC world? Um, so Oliveira's never fought a kind of caliber wrestler like Makachev. Mm-hmm. So he's fought in a lot of strikers. Like I said, Gaethje's, you know one of the best strikers in the lightweight division, but Makachev is is a pure wrestler, and he's been pretty unstoppable to start his career, so it's going to be really exciting on uh, October 22nd. Peter Yan and Sugar Shane, Sugar Sean, excuse me, O'Malley. I Listen, I love to say Sean O'Malley here. He a big fan, but, you know, Peter Yan is just... Just when you see he's got hands. He's got hands, this guy. If you see the fight against Aldo, he, he he's making them like he's outstriking Ho- Jose Aldo. He's just one of the better strikers in the Bantamweight division. I, I, I got Peter Yan here. AC, your prediction for uh, the mass matchup fight. What's your prediction? My prediction? I'm going to go with Charles Oliveira. As much as I want to say Islam Makachev, I'm going to go with a triangle choke. Triangle hmm. choke. What round? Third round. All right. Well, uh, be sure to tune in Saturday, October 22nd for that main card. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Is it on pay-per-view, though? Of course. Yep, all right. Well, if you got $50 to spare, then uh, tune in to watch the fight. It's ESPN Plus and then $80. Oof, 80 <laughs> Jeez. Um. Okay, so next up, we have the NFL. Uh, week four just wrapped up. and um, How about them Jets? How about them Giants? Hey, New York teams this week, man. New York fans no longer suffering, at least for the moment. Hey, we're, anytime the Giants win, the Jets win too. Mm-hmm. So it's a plus right now. You know, Zach Wilson coming back from injury, not playing well in the first half, but then balling out the second half, looking like he should be in the fourth quarter. 
No, he's just a straight dog. And uh, how does Brant Boyer feel about this team? Does, is it, he feels is, pretty good. Does he's it great. have a different vibe than past seasons? 100%. 100%. It's a new... It's a new Jets team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we got to get, um, hopefully we'll get Brant Boyer, Zach Wilson, one of those guys um, on our podcast. We could talk to them, you know, featured guests. Maybe that would be cool. In a future episode, yeah. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. Um, Daniel Jones, I mean, come on, four years in, in the NFL, and we have no clue. We have no clue if he's the answer or not. Mm-hmm. He's just got to be one of the most confusing quarterbacks I've ever seen. And, and I, I know... We say it every year, but this is truly the make-or-break season for Daniel Yeah, Jones. this is. He is. has to show up this year. He was given another chance to prove himself, and he's played good for the most part so far. We'll see how he's coming back. He got injured last week, so we'll see if he's all right. Mm-hmm. Do you extend Barkley? That's the question. Right if, he, if he keeps on on this level, yes, you have I, to. Yeah, I think, I think, so, I think yeah. you have no choice when you're seeing on the field. You he's like, him. I think every Giants fan has just been rejoicing seeing Saquon finally able to reach his full potential out on the field. It's really just special to watch. How about Tony, man? What is going on with him? He's always hurt. He's, He's always, always hurt. hurt, and don't even get me started on Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is just out of my mind. How much man, did we guy. pay him? Like a hundred sixty-four million. Yeah, million. like sixty-four million for what? Let's talk about Tom Brady. Oh, how about Odell Beckham and Landon Collins? At the Giants, the Giants, I did see that. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. OBJ returned to NY. I would love to see Odell Beckham back with the Giants and Landon Collins. Before, They're two before, one of my. Favorite I don't know why we ever got rid of Landon Collins. Yeah, that was a little. That was a little question. I mean, Gettleman decision, you know? Gettleman was before, just... Before we end this podcast, let's talk about Tom Brady right now. The Bucks, Buccaneers are struggling on offense. Mm-hmm. He's not playing like we, we're used to seeing him. AC, do you truly think this is Brady's last year? Um, I do. Um, usually I don't count him out ever, but, you know, after retiring and coming back, I think his family's going to, gonna, you know, they're really going to lose their mind if mm-hmm. he stays another year. Um... I think it'll I, be his last year, but I think it'll be on his own terms. It won't be his last year because he kind of got chased out of Tampa Bay. You know, it's only been four games. you got to give him time to kind of acclimate. I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, though. No, I predict maybe um, early yeah, early playoff exit, and then uh, Tom Brady's going to call it quits, finally hang up his helmet. That defense, though. The defense I is mean, really good. Defense. Wow, when they're on, they... they're on fire. All right, well, um, that was all for this week. Um, this has been the Dodger Boys podcast. Once again, I'm Scott. Brayden, I'm Anthony, and uh, we'll, we'll see you see next you, week. Uh, next week, see you guys.